I'm Roxy. I'm El Michelle. And this is this, this is thing this that we're thing. doing. That appeal. I mean, we we just talking right now. We are. I'm gonna do that every episode. Okay. Lord Jesus, let it work. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And Ashe. All right. Here we go. Let's get straight into it. Hello, people. Yes. Hey, so welcome to what I believe is episode 17 of Therapy Noir. Therapy Noir. We always believe in what episode it is. Hopefully it's that's right. It's probably not, honestly, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> Who's counting? Uh, we have a very... Who is counting? Somebody is. Somebody's petty enough to count. But anyway, today is a very special milestone episode for us over here at Therapy Noir. And that is because we have our very host guest, our very first guest host or guest doctor, the wonderful and talented and inspiring Debbie London. Hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Debbie, tell the people a little bit about yourself. My name is Debbie L. London. I am an author and my tagline is transforming with transparency, which means that I like to put all my business out there yeah. in an effort to help you and I feel like being authentic is the best way to go Hello. and a lot of times people run away from getting the healing that they need because they feel that they're all alone mm-hmm. in their journey and I am just here as a platform to let people know that they are not alone in any way shape or form yeah. and go ahead and get to the root of your stuff so that you can be better mm. and be free Amen I'm all for the transparency you know because it's like some people often are like, y'all not private enough and y'all not. I'm like, listen, people suffer in mm-hmm. silence and people die being private. So, you know, it's just like, I remember like reading a caption and, you know, I looked at the mm-hmm. picture and um, the dude, one of the dudes from Tank and the Bangers, Roxy, was just like, you know, putting a picture a screenshot of a comment that someone made See? saying because of your song I didn't kill myself today if we mobilized and all talked you know, about our so things together we surreal. would be a little less sad and a little bit better able to cope with things we gotta learn especially as black folks we gotta Hello. start talking about our traumas and all Absolutely. of our other things we have to we gotta kill that stigma before the stigma hmm. kills us Yep. <clears throat> and yeah. we're going to get right into our first segment, which is What's on Your Mind? Since Debbie is our guest today, 
Debbie, you can go ahead and get started. Is there anything that you've seen on the interwebs that has made you happy or piqued your interest? Tell us all about it. Oh, man. The stuff that piques my interest on the web is ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Let's see. Listen, if only I'm you know how to think of what of the ratchet oh, life. Um, hmm. let me think of what my sisters and I have recently discussed in our group chat. Oh, I saw something. Um, I'm in Georgia. I'm born and raised, and my sister shared yesterday that a church here in Atlanta did the gospel version to In My Feelings by Drake. And we were like, man, we knew it was only a matter of time. And they had the entire congregation, Jesus, I'm done. do you love me? Oh, <laughs> like, what? My Lord. <laughs> Yesterday morning, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I understand mm-hmm. that you're trying to reach a certain audience, mm-hmm. but it's so mean. Like... Shut up. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's just me like, really? Jesus, do you love me? I mean, what? yes, Jesus loves you. You don't have to ask that you don't question. Have to ask, exactly. You don't have to even ask that. But okay. Uh, <laughs> that piqued my interest yesterday on the internet. I'm sorry. And then the second, when you think about this, we don't need to ask Jesus if he's writing. We need to be asking him if we're writing properly. <laughs> Right, he needs to be asking us. Right. What Hello. Drake really did was wrote a love song to us for Jesus. We're all garbage and need to be doing better. But trash, yeah. filthy rags. Well, the Bible talks about that. We're we're as fil- of filthy filthy rags. Look at us preaching. <laughs> this is sh- church church noir. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I I saw I mean churches are just really doing a lot right now. I saw today um a church that's now doing baptismals via a water slide. I saw that. I just I want to Is church an amusement look. park? I want I mean the mosh pit is there a concert too. Oh my lord. So Jesus. you know <laughs> they do mosh pits and whatnot. So I mean hey. Oh child. Pray for the church, y'all. Just pray for the church because, well, matter of fact, let me not ask all of y'all to pray. Well, that's what it, the Apostle Paul did when he wrote the letter to the Corinthian church. So, I mean, he told the Lord he was praying for the church. So it's possible. Okay. It needs to be done. Somebody, somebody pray. A real prayer warrior. Put on your good prayer boots. Put on your armor of Christ and pray for the church. Yeah. There you go. Because, Lord. Lord, what's on your mind? Unless you wanted me to go first. What's on my mind? Let me tell you what's on my mind. Okay. Some of y'all, it's gone. But some of y'all with these kids in New York South, okay? And I already saw some type of way about little kids being on these little fake football teams and basketball teams to raise money on the neutral ground. We call it a mm. neutral ground, Debbie, but it's neutral ground. We just a little ghetto. <laughs> um, 
let me not let me not say ghetto because white folks say neutral ground too because we all cajun and creole and all that kind of fun stuff so anyway um you know i i saw this twice today it's like hold your children's hand and it's just on my mind about just the whole like independence of children up here is very like about it but (laughs) i just be like so y'all still gotta hold their hand because people don't be caring in new york and they will run over you and be they will their head their headlight will be at your kneecap okay and your knee bend these people drive way too crazy out here for people to not hold their kids' hand. When, and I'm saying this because I've picked up these poor driving habits and I've almost hit many a child. Am I ashamed of it? Yes. But oh, people no. need to hold their kids' hands. They do. Hold them. Just hold them. So that's one thing that's on my mind. Another thing that's on my mind is just like this beautiful moment that I had Sunday with like this cute little white guy. Not into oh. white guy. Oh, um, I mean, you know, but he's he's adorable, and I hope that he listens to this and uh, hears this. Shout out to him. His name well, is freedom. Champagne. Yeah, if if he's on Twitter, but his well, name we'll is him. We'll do something right. His name is Champagne Bubble Bath, and we were coming oh. from brunch Sunday, as you know, Roxy and. We were um, walking, like, to the car. And so I saw this guy taking a picture. I thought he was like a tourist. I thought he was going to come with some Swiss accent or something. And he was just, like, taking pictures in the street. And I was like, take a photo of me. Come on, you ready? He was like, yeah, sure. Uh I was like, oh, he's an American boy. (laughs) So I walked. I act like I'm posing. I am not photogenic at all. I cannot do a sexy pose to save my life. I will turn around and try to do a sexy stare, and you will see all of the love handles in the back. <laughs> but oh. to God be the glory, you know, that I have a back and show it all of the things. <laughs> oh so, I can't with this girl. And so, you know, he just took like eight photos of me, and he sent them to my Instagram, and he was like, thanks for speaking to me. Like, thanks for the shout out. And the photos are absolutely gorge. Now, do I look like a little piece of thick cut turkey bacon? Of course I do. (laughs) But the pictures, the pictures are beautiful. They're beautiful. They are absolutely beautiful. And so, you know, that was just like something so random but just mm-hmm. so beautiful it's just like talking to people and interacting with people I love doing it and yeah it was just adorable now I have these like photos of me on a random lower east side New York street that this cute little white boy took of me and he's an amazing photographer his name is champagne bubble bath on instagram that's c-h-a-m-p-a-g N-E-B-U-B-B-B-A-T-H. Look, I know everybody knows how to spell bubble bath and champagne and all that. But guess what? I mean, you never know if people be playing word puns, okay? Needed to spell it for you. 
his photos are amazing and just check them out yeah. i love it mm. so. people interaction is important if we did more of that i don't know good things can happen people need to start get out right. of their own, head, he like... their own world for a second and just talk to other humans yeah he he's amazing and he posted the world needs more Lauren, more of Lauren's positive energy and openness Aww. to interacting with others. I was like, wow. That's so sweet. I was like, this is a little love Girl, story. listen. He's cute. You know, I might go and give me a little light boy. That's enough anyway. So do it. And people go have feelings <sighs> about that comment, Let's but struggle. I don't care. Because it's true. Listen, you have, you have constantly given me reason mm. to say and I try not to but y'all don't be nope. holding these men accountable and so we sound like we whining about on. it Let's Let's move move on. On. <laughs> now granted this is not funny it's actually like kind of sad but in the same breath I don't oh, feel that bad because y'all voted for this person so and X um, what is he? An ex-marine, ex-something. He was in the military. That's what I know for sure. Um, his wife chose to get deported. Um, well, she chose to leave the country mm-hmm. instead of being deported because this president, not our president, my president, this president is a garbage human who does not care about families. So what basically happened is a former Marine. Okay. So a former Marine, here's the thing. His wife had been here. She's a naturalized citizen. Um, but her, she wasn't detected as being um, illegal until 2013 at a random traffic stop. So since then, she's had to, like, report, um, like, every year or so. And she's been trying to, like, get her full citizenship. And even though she's married to an ex-Marine, she has not been able to obtain it. So she chose to leave instead of, you know, waiting to be unceremoniously deported in handcuffs. And while on the one hand, I feel bad because the family is being broken up. On the other hand, I'm like, hey, ex-Marine, this is what you voted for. Now you lost your whole wife. Uh, I didn't know he voted like for your him. whole wife. The whole mother of your child. Separated. Oh, going back to Mexico. Whoa, 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 wait. Where is that? It's in Florida. Davenport, Florida. Yeah, of course. Sounds about like, right. We all know that Florida is a very, very rich state. The most jacked up state. Oh, Florida is terrible. Hmm. Florida, if there were seven levels to hell, Florida would be six and a half. Florida is a horrible state. It is. Full of horrible people. And I hope the alligators eat everybody. Like, that's just how I feel about it. They have giant alligators there. I need to um, see that I'll story. I'll forward it to you. 
crazy. It's it's really like trash. It's awful because it's like y'all be trying to act so, excuse my phonics, my Mm -hmm. phonetics, whatever I'm trying to say. Um, It's been a long day, guys. But then again, every episode for me. Um, I just, the whole, like, I voted for Trump, but I'm Mm. invincible to everything is, y'all are going to see Y'all are going to see. Y'all don't know that white Americans are the majority of the recipients Hello? of welfare. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know that? In denial. Oh, you're too busy mm-hmm. thinking. You're too busy thinking because these comments under these posts from these news stations and these stereotypes that Willie Lynch letter has told you centuries ago, you were going to believe about yourself. The things that the Willie Lynch letter depicted and described is just modern day. This is modern day. They make us believe that we're the most the the most um recipients of of welfare and all of these things and systems. It's a lie. And you people that voted sure. for Trump, y'all gonna feel it. And now you're losing your loved ones because you thought it was all good and it didn't apply to you. It wasn't applicable. But now it is like, y'all about to catch all the smoke. Like, he's not going to stop. He don't care if you were ex-Marine, ex-whatever. He's taking your family away from you. Like, there's still almost Hmm. 500 kids that are separated from parents. There are kids that are dying left and right from neglect. There are adults dying left and right from neglect from being held in detention centers. Like, this administration is trash, but yet and still, there are almost half the Americans in this world who still approve of him as the president. And I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I just, you know, he was fine as an entertainer. He was like an actor or he, something. I don't know what he was. He was something. How we get I to mean, this point? In Arnold life? Schwarzenegger was once the mayor of California, the governor of California. So I was not super surprised when he, he I was. Mean, a he was a little trash. I mean, he a little woke now, but back then he was super trash. Um. Everybody's like, whoa, I thought I was bad, but this guy is who I'm trying to figure out how he went from acting to government. Um well he started as a help me understand. That was the first thing. But because his I mean So I could be the governor. If you're a white man with a lot of money, then yes, you can be whatever you want to be. Like, I was about to say, like, Nas, but we're not <sighs> quoting his songs right now. He on the list of <laughs> <sighs> So, yeah. So, now that we have stated what's on our mind, let's move to something a little more zhuzhy. A little Man, a little you more know giddy. that that word is spelled Best so life, different man. than how it sounds. No, zhuzhy. Giddy? And then I felt played because I was like, damn, I've been using this word that I can't even spell for a long time. But anyway, that's besides the point. Best life. 
That's life. So Debbie, um, on this section, I'm sorry, section segment, we talk about, you know, what we're doing for like our personal self-care, what's, you know, making us happy, what is relaxing to us, you know, you could go and get your toenail painted black and the rest <laughs> of them blue and that made you happy. You know, what, what, whatever it may be, what have you been doing to live your best life? My morning routine has been really important to me. Um, since the beginning of July, I've started prayer journey. And I see mm-hmm. the difference Come in writing out my prayers because it started off as a fast because God had me on this creative hiatus for a while when he wouldn't give me no ideas, wouldn't give me no juice, nothing. And he was like, oh, sit down God. somewhere and just be, just sit. My God. And then he was like, you need to write for me. Channeling. <laughs> he was like, man, you need to write to me for seven days and you can't mm-hmm. listen to anything but gospel mm-hmm. music for the next seven days. Mm-hmm. And this is like earlier in July. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. And I enjoy the journaling so much because, I mean, we're all guilty, but we'll be praying in the shower and then, you know, our attention span throw us off, Distraction. you know, or we go into bed mm-hmm. and then we done dozed off or, you know, something is happening. It's not that focused um, conversational time with God. And I really enjoy prayer journaling a whole mm-hmm. lot. And I feel like it's centered me completely especially for this mm. space that I'm in and my self-love journey and rediscovering who I am um, at this point and being more grounded in this new space that I'm in. Prayer journaling has definitely made me happy and given me peace. And it's also given me peace um, to immediately cut people off that hey, hello? do not serve me yes. anything. Oh so my God! I have enjoyed that, Jesus. like, because old me, you know, would let issues that were unresolved be like, well, maybe, eh, maybe I need to give them a chance. Nope, I'm paying. I'm taking my own advice, Mm-mm. and I'm like, nah, I'm not. I'm Mm-mm. not dealing with it. But you have a wonderful and blessed life. Praying for you genuinely, but I'm done. And so that makes me happy too, not being in the same space um, that I've been for a greater portion of my life and just coming into this new confidence and uh, being sure of myself and not accepting less than what I deserve under any circumstances. So, and and that's in relationship type stuff and just everything, just putting my foot down, drawing my line in the sand and keeping it moving. My God. Mm-hmm. That was a word. Real, I'm, just I'm seven days. That. All of the music from Jesus. Not Drake remixes though. Hmm. Just you know, just Mm-mm. only, only. Mm-mm. You know, I just need to find a good album of them old hymns and just. Li- I need songs straight about the Baptist hymnal. That's what I need. <laughs> and some prayer and meditation mm. with Jesus. That's what I need. Hmm. That's what I need. Um, mm-hmm. whew. I'll go first this time. I'll go next to Summit. All right. Go ahead. So, best life. I finally went to go get my nails done today because I was tired of looking like I was looking. I don't know. Um, I got 
um, a new color that I've never gotten before and it's shimmery and it's yellow orange and it's very fancy and I was just really in a mood to do I gotta pause you real quick I just want to note something everyone Mm -hmm. y'all notice how I'm usually the stuffy sick one it ain't me this time Congratulations. Let me knock on wood. Congratulations to you. Because Debbie, I be in the struggle booth. Sinuses be on 10, Aww, eight months. Sinus infections are the worst. It's the, the worst. I get them like four times a year. And I was actually doing good Jeez. this summer. I hadn't gotten one. And then. Me and um, Roxy, we switched, boo. And we you did. Know, switch. I used to be the one. I know. I had a show on Friday and I was out bopping all night like I'm still young. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, my throat hurts. <clears throat> and then by the time we got to the end of Saturday and then Sunday morning, I was like, oh, I'm dead. Bury me right now because I was in the struggle. <laughs> um, I sound like, like Eeyore. That's how I Shut sound. Shut the hell up. That is how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Eeyore, you know how Eeyore be talking to people. He be trying to cheer Eeyore up and Eeyore just be depressed. Eeyore be like, Eeyore cannot see. Somebody pray for Eeyore. Um, but anyway, um, so I did that. I'm still doing a lots of comedy. I had a show Friday night that was great. And then uh, yesterday, Lauren and shout out to Becky and Lanika came to my Indie Cage Match show, which is a biggest deal in New York where independent improv teams compete against one each other in a death match of laughs to be able to move on and compete um, until they can compete with like a more established team. So yesterday was our first day going up and we won and it was very cool. And I got to be a rapper and a comedian and it was a great time. So, you know, still lots of comedy, but obviously I need to slow down before the sinus infection never goes away. And I finished all of my appointments for you know, a something that I'm not quite ready to release to the world yet, but, you know, maybe one day, maybe the day before it happens is probably when I'll actually talk about it, but, um, you know, so, yeah, I'm just trying to stay healthy and make people laugh and be happy. So that's my best life. What about you, Lauren? How are you living your best life? Devs. You know, (laughs) (laughs) let me preface this by saying this. Y'all, the hood men flocked to me. My life coach already told me. He said, Lauren, you have a nurturing spirit and temperament. And so, you know, men with things going on, they just flock to you. And listen, I don't coddle men, guys. I don't take care of them. I don't give them money. I'm not a trick, okay? Or whatever. I don't know what to call it. But I'm not one of them women to keep somebody around because clearly I don't have nobody around now. But the one person I am conversing with, whew, Lord, um, child had me in Brownsville in the projects. 
eating fried on the chicken, chicken on the couch eating fried chicken and chicken fried rice which was the wrong order by the way but that chicken was great and it wasn't salty I was pretty pretty happy <laughs> I Lord, was, could you please shut up I cannot take you listen I was it was two in the morning I said Lord I'm gonna be in church struggling and he, this brother is fresh out of jail so um you know he he's a Muslim and just like, you know, my pa, my daddy be in and out of jail, y'all. I ain't gonna lie to you. The man, he's like Bobby Brown, just can't get it together. But, you know, like, my dad thinks he's a Mormon. I'm like, great. Whatever keeps you together, dad. Um, but, you know, I was, I was enjoying myself talking to this fine brother, eating some fried chicken and chicken fried rice. I was... Q Chance the Rapper and Cardi B. Just Q them because I was just in my glory. And I had fun. And we were chilling and talking. And hours had gone by. Next thing you know, it was 2.15. And I called my little Uber and I went to my little house. <laughs> I had fun. I enjoyed my A.M was in oh, church Lord. on the choir stand, <laughs> struggling on the choir stand. But I had so much fun. Look he at was you. you know the the men that be like fresh out of um jail and stuff, they really be <clears throat> I'm not trying to be shady. They really be into like the Muslim faith, you know? Uh-huh. It it grounds them and it gets them reading and critically thinking and you know, like, I, I will say that, like, Baptists, I'm, and I'm Baptist, but some Baptists, you know, you ask them something, they can tell you. You know, they don't know why they do certain things, and they don't know what, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like the Islamic faith is a form of, it's a form of discipline for some, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. different. And mm-hmm. my daddy think he disciplined by being a Mormon child. <laughs> Whatever folks says about being Mormon. <laughs> Be a Mormon. Oh, God. I can't. So, yeah, I lived my best life. It was fun. You know, I condemned some things because his sister might listen to the podcast and I don't want to, you know. You told her about it? I I mean, I advertise it. I don't know if she's, like, listened. You know what? Probably because people that I didn't even know listened um be listening i was like oh yeah so, you, listen, ch- you never know child oh well um, but i was living my best life with her brother we were just eating fried chicken on the couch in the projects guys no shame i've never been to the projects until i moved to new york i haven't that's not shade you just bougie that's all oh my lord <laughs> You're just bougie. Uh, guys, <laughs> I just never knew anybody in the... Pro- I knew people, but they weren't, like, inviting me over, you know? Lori, you are just digging this hole deeper okay, and deeper Okay, let me stop before I, sound like, before I sound like Jennifer on um, <laughs> Basketball Wives, who said she had never seen a food stamp. Now, I came to test to that Hurricane <laughs> Katrina was real, honey. Listen. We knew about them yeah. little food stamps, and when we got to the counter one day... And they cut them off because mm. they found out my mama started working. She started back. <laughs> she started back work. Them little six weeks didn't know us nothing, no, honey. 
But anyway, yeah, so fried chicken in the projects with the ghetto lemonade. I was living. Oh my God, I can't. So, yeah, so. <laughs> Let's move forward. Debbie, you, I told you, you ain't meat ratchet. I'm your ratchet. I'm your ratchet match. It's over here, like, <laughs> I don't have nothing for these girls but a giggle because they're a mess. I'm your <laughs> ratchet match. Ratchet hey, match over am- here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the rat matches me. All right, we're gonna push right on through to whine about it, where we air all our grievances with grievances with the world, Debbie. Anything that's getting on your nerves, this is your time to whine about it. So if you want, I, I got a grievance. Go, go for it. Whine about it, child. I have a grievance. Oh my god. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> with Men who Uh-oh. know in their hearts, yes, in their hearts, that they do not like women. Mm. Oh, still trying to force themselves to be in a relationship with women. It's like the jig is up. You very obvious at this point. Like, please <sighs> just go be free. But I do understand why. There are down black down low men. I do understand why because they have it really, really hard. Mm-hmm. You Especially know, to empathize men of color. them. Yeah, absolutely. I understand why that. So I have empathy on one hand, but on the other hand, I'm in need for you to be accountable and stop doing this. Do not sit up here because you cannot accept yourself or you're not bold or courageous Listen. enough to accept who you are and live your full 100% truth. Stop dragging women into it and then <laughs> living a whole lie. And then, you know, try, let, listen, listen. There is no such thing as praying the gateway. You are who you are. Thank it is you. what it is. There is none of that. And there are some people who will sit up here and go through these drastic measures hoping that they will be delivered and it's nothing to be delivered from this is just who you are it is what it is i don't have an issue with homosexuals be it a female homosexual or male i don't care and my thing is i am sick and tired of black gay men on the down low continuing to try to be in relationships with women it's not what you want so stop wasting your own time and definitely stop wasting somebody else's time. Just go do you. And if you don't have the courage to go do you and be who you are truly, don't bring me in. Just go sit your ass down somewhere. Hello. That's my grievance. And see, that's the thing, Debbie. Like, I don't, I think that people misinterpret, especially like some of my gay friends. Like, nobody's saying they don't like gay people. And don't be gay. Like, we're not saying that. We're asking that you give us the choice on whether we want to deal with you or not. You like men. Like, go like men and deal with that. I don't want to be involved with someone who's bisexual. Yes. Openly bisexual. I mean, if I don't know, then I got to figure it out or something. But (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's saying, oh, I don't want to, you're gay, I don't want to deal with you. We're saying, if you are gay, go be with what you like, babe. 
uh, download hide your life with somebody else. Oh my gosh, she said hide your life with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. if you're not ready, <laughs> no, literally, if you're not ready, go be ready in another way. Like don't yeah sneak, don't be secretive with people. Like don't do that. You know what I'm people... saying? People misinterpret that for people gay bashing and not liking gay people. That's not what it is. It's that I don't like down low men. Uh huh. Yes. Some women I have deal a whole with bisexual. Issue with that. People like some women can deal with it. Big some Frida's husband or fiance, whatever he is. Big Frida's man is bisexual. He cheated mm. on Big Frida with a woman. So <sighs> you know, it's just like. If that's what you're doing, don't do that with me. I'm, I don't particularly care for that. So, yeah. that, I feel you. I agree. I feel yeah. you. Um, yeah, I, I feel you. What do you have, you, Rox? Me? Oh, all right. Unless so you wanted me to thing. go. Either or. I can go. Okay. I am locked and loaded for this one. Mm. So, this week... It was announced that the New Orleans Saints will have its first male Saint station. Debbie, you from I... Atlanta? Yeah. What What is that? There? It break it down. She a Falcons fan, okay. honey. Oh. Um, Actually, um, I'm not. Uh-oh. But we do not have to discuss what happened last year. <laughs> I will never live it down. We don't have to talk about it. One of my. Uh, Frat Brothers, he is born and raised in New Orleans, but he lives in Florida now. And he made the stupidest post. I was so mad when I got to the end of it because he had the picture of Drake in his new video. Uh, a little still yeah. shot of him with the Rattlers jersey on. And he was like, yeah, you know, R- Drake was paying homage to Fam uh, mm-hmm. You Rattlers I and doing it. all these this math. <laughs> I was like, what? Shut like, up. I was like, just stop. It ended up to the Saints blew, I mean, the uh, Falcons blew a 20-something-something lead. I remember that. Exactly. That I was I like, come that. on now. <laughs> Sorry, um, so It's okay, but like complete <laughs> side note, because I heard frat brother, then I was like, what's sorority? So what's sorority? All right. Okay, so I have a story with this. Okay. I like stories. I denounced my letters a couple of years ago. Got it. Okay. But I was a member of AKA. I pledged in spring of 2008. Okay. And it was maybe two or so years ago. I actually did a blog post about it where God had me <laughs> denounce. Yeah. After almost 10 years. So, Ooh. yeah, it wasn't anything major way um like i'm still very close anytime i refer to my sisters i'm talking about my line sisters we're extremely close um, yeah but he just had me give those letters up it was a act of obedience and yeah. he used my own actions to prove his point i'm not gonna go on a tangent like a lot of people do who have denounced their letters like mm-hmm. oh it's evil it's of the devil no 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 but he showed me with my own actions, like, hey, hmm, 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 hmm. well, if I it wasn't think. a bad thing or if it wasn't an issue, then why did you not do this? Mm. And I'm like, well played. Mm. You right. 
<laughs> and I went to my sisters about it and I told them and they were like, yeah, I remember we all omitted certain lines when we were mm-hmm. pledging or going through the actual intake process. Yeah. And one of the lines was putting the sorority up there with God in the same manner. And we all said, oh, hell no, we're not saying that. Yeah. <laughs> when we were actually getting initiated and we didn't say, we just mumbled over and, you know, God was like, well, speaking of idols, mm. and that's just for me. My that's sisters happy. were like, hey, yeah, my sisters were like, hey, we support your journey and we love you. Like, yeah. if God is telling mm. you to do something, we're not going to get in the way of that. Yeah. Right. Or whatever. You're but no, I do your not. Own way. I mean, right. You know. At the end of the day, it's like a but, very personal choice. And if you did what you had to do for you, then that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm serious about being obedient to whatever God wants. And that was a hard one. I remember yeah. bawling crying before I wrote that blog post. And to this date, my highest post ever. That thing, wow. it made a few stops. <laughs> around the way but you know it is what it is and uh i still refer to certain people as frat brother because that was our original uh relationship Mm -hmm. but other than that i you know i now have a two-year-old daughter and i just knew Mm -hmm. i was giving her all my boxes and boxes of nelia and all this other stuff and god was like cool that's that's cool or whatever but now you got to get rid of all that and I was like, what? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Devastated. And I was like, Lord, it's whatever you want. No, but I just can't believe this. And it's pride, my daughter. And I was like, she was supposed to be my legacy, my future daughter. And now he's like, hey. Mm-hmm. All right. What was the last time <laughs> you heard? Take 20. <laughs> I hate anchor. I'm not using this I- ever again. I've used Anchor before in an interview with someone else, and it never, I don't know why it's doing this. I don't know if it's because of the app. I don't know. Shucks. Okay. I don't even know where we left off, for real, for real. Me neither, because it was uh, quiet once I finished. I don't know. (laughs) You want to go to your wine about it, Rox? Yeah, I'll just go to my wine about it. Um... So my whine about it um, has to do with all the men who have issue with there being a male sanitation. Um, I was on a friend's post, of course, the connoisseur of all bullshit, Martin Bats Bradford. Debbie, you still here? I'm here. Okay, cool. Okay, Martin Bats Bradford um, of the Fly With Bats podcast. Shout out to them. And he posted the article, and one toxic male commented, yes, indeed. Then another toxic male uh, then wrote, there's going to have to be a drag queen section at the Saints games. And I was like, I'm confused about this. Are men not allowed to dance? Is this footloose? Like, why do we have such a big issue with there being a male sensation? Like, what is this about? And then I had to sit down with it and think about it. And I was like, they're mad about it because it affects their male gaze. Now when they look at the sensations, they're not just going to see a whole bunch of pretty ladies dancing. They're going to be see a whole bunch of pretty ladies dancing and a pretty-ass man dancing, too. And they cannot 
handle it. They can't take it. And my whole thing is like, why? Because you claim to be such men and claim to be so intact, in touch with your masculinity. Nothing can make you feel a way about your masculinity except for a man dancing with the sensations. And I'm just kind of confused about it. And I just want them to fix their lives because men just refuse to believe that they are toxic. That man dancing on the sensations has exactly zero to do with them. Zero. So, you know, I'm just frustrated that men are still garbage and men, you know, don't want to accept that the world around them is changing. And that includes very inclusive spaces for disenfranchised people. So they just really need to get with the fucking program because I'm sick of having to go on statuses and gather people's sons. You know, people who have such a problem, and I have watched this with my own eyes before, people with that much hate uh, for people who have nothing to do with them are not bothering them, are not harming innocent children or doing anything like that, they typically have some battles within. And mm. that's their way. Like, normally they, you know, have some things they have yet to resolve within themselves uh, yep. regarding their sexuality. And it's very sad. It kind of ties into the download thing, too. Like, why are you mad, bro? If you're secure with yourself, it should not matter what somebody else is doing. It is not killing you. There's no reason for you to like have all of these issues. I remember I had a conversation. It was this dude um, I met off of a dating app. This is the worst <coughs> toxic masculinity I've ever seen in my life. Oy. Me personally. Um, we were having a regular conversation and we were talking about issues within the black community and he ended up being a hotep. And that is <sighs> everything that I, you know, so he ended up being a hotep, and you know how that goes. And he had a beautiful 10-year-old boy who reminded me of my own son, just adorable, smart, just handsome young man. And he was expressing his hate for gays and how it's not a part of our culture. And, you know, mm. we're, there weren't just stupid. There were never any gay people in Africa. I'm like, what? Exactly. <laughs> Do you think that uh, being gay is something that just sprouted out of the ground out of nowhere? That's like, not new. Like, people been gay forever. Like, forever. just because it wasn't accepted doesn't mean it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And I would like venture to say, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I would venture to say that it was like almost a little bit more accepted way, 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 way back. Biblically, biblically, that's arguable. Yeah. Um, it it wasn't quite accepted in the biblical stories that I've read and studied. Yeah, I'm not um, talking well, like she's talking about like Shakespearean. Yeah, gotcha. Shakespearean like, times, like the men like, dressing like oh, gotcha. exactly like That's Caesar was gay for mm-hmm. sure and things like that. Yep, but um, they say a lot of those dude, composers too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, it was nothing new. So he goes on to tell me, like, you know, our ancestors weren't gay. And I'm like, are you You don't know that. But that didn't even, that is not the kicker. 
And Some people like, grandpa's gay. People were killed. <laughs> exactly. Hello. He's high too. And then he was like, do you know people were killed uh, in our lineage for being gay? And I was like, yeah. He said, and that's exactly how I am about it. You should not mm-hmm. be gay. And that's something that deserves death. But let me take it up one he last time. And this is how... Oh, absolutely. To have this... I mean, he was angry. He was boiling while we were having this conversation. Mm-hmm. And so then he, I said, well, tell me this. What if that was your baby boy? Whew. Since you're talking about homosexuality deserves death. He said, oh, I'll kill him too. And I said, what? Oh, oh my God. And who was this, Debbie? Oh, it was some idiot I met off of a dating uh, site months ago. But when I tell you that conversation, I start crying. Oh. And I just hung up the phone. And I was like, oh, no, nah, we done. I was like, because this son that you have full custody of, first of all, mm-hmm. you have him, you have full custody of him. And you say you care about him and you love him, but you have so much hate for gay people. And I just threw a hypothetical. Like, what? Since you are talking so much, God will, like, try you. Be like, well, you hate this person so much. Like, you know, I'll have this show up in your life in another way to make you mm-hmm. rethink what you're saying. And he mm-hmm. trying to be on his whole tip. So I was like, oh, I'll have to kill him. He'll be dead. I think the synopsis of the story is all whole tips are garbage because <laughs> they are literally willing to kill their sons. Yeah. And probably Over be gay too. so small. Oh, absolutely. With certainty they are because it they just doesn't make gay. any sense. So ha- what? I don't... Somebody else being gay, it does not pay my bills. It does not take away from my money. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't affect my children. It does nothing. So why am I going to har- like have all this energy and negative energy at that about something that does not directly affect me. You can only have that energy if you're mad with yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. But let's push on through. Let's get the most out of this time before Anchor disconnects us again. Hello. Laura, <laughs> <laughs> what you uh what you wanting about today, my dear? Let me just say this to you. And I hope that I don't Debbie, who is your pastor? I am actually not at a church. And we'll okay. talk about that later. Great. If, um, if I'm up, child, I've had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll definitely be talking, though, in the, in the future. Trust me. But let me just be honest with y'all. I'm not here for the meeting that these <laughs> pastors had with Trump. Mm-hmm. Not here for it. It was a bunch of crap. So let me whine about this within the next three minutes. Let me just be honest with you. You all were told that you could not ask questions. You were given the the guidelines to that meeting. And I don't know what you thought you was doing. Some of y'all have been in the room with him several times. And so you got tricked. Let me just say this to you all. They're going to have a following regardless because they have some folk that just can't spiritually think for themselves, which is why I'm very thankful for my pastor and cousin. Shout out to the Reverend Dr. Johnny Ray Youngblood. Um, I just, I can't imagine being told that I can't ask questions in a meeting that's supposed to be servicing my community. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine being told 
you have this amount of time. This is what the meeting is about. Like, this is about my people. How dare you say that I can't ask questions? This is a meeting about prison reform and you're meeting with quote unquote inner city pastors. What makes them inner city? That's what I'm confused about. It might've been the media, might've been the headlines um, calling them that, but you do not get to tell me what the criteria is for a meeting that is supposed to be helping my community get prison reform or whatever you want to call it. You just want to look like you care about us and for these pastors to fall for the plate of greens, I cannot deal. You can't honestly tell me that you thought someone... What happened with the HBCU meeting? Someone tell me what became of that. Child, nothing. Exactly. And so for these (laughs) ministers to go there once and then bring more, Bishop Del Bronner, y'all heard of the... You from Atlanta. You know the Bronner's? That that used to be my church back in the day. And I can't. Like, what do you think this is? What what did you think was going to happen? John Gray, the main vocal one, who all over the internet now, he's just this phenomenon now in South Carolina or whatever. But, you know, he gives a great word. And that doesn't mean that none of them can give me a good word because they do. But they don't have sense. And it's like, who can be the most famous out of out of all of us? Mm-hmm. Like, who can be the fa- T.D. Drake said, I ain't getting in this shit. I already know. But my thing is just like, what hemisphere do we live in? Let me say this, and I'm going to let it go. We as Blacks, it is okay to be Christian and turn in cheeks and forgiving. But we got to have some sense about stuff. Mm-hmm. One of my girls, Sarah, who was a beautiful singer, sings background for Lettucey. She was just like, I don't want to have a seat at everybody's table. You don't need, and I agree with her, you don't need to have a seat at everybody's table. Everybody don't want you at their table. Some people poison the food. And you know what? They wrote, they had other bishops and doctors and, you know, all, all of these other prominent ministers that wrote a letter and was like, so brothers and sisters in Christ, no, thank you. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There is nothing that will become of this meeting. I am sorry. And I have to read some of the things that Sarah wrote. She said, not one pastor called Trump on the carpet. Not one pastor challenged anything that he has said or done. Not one pastor asked for any specifics about his plan for prison reform. All of them pretended like this man is not morally bankrupt, like he's not a racist sexual predator. Most of them pandered and postured for a photo shoot. The one who didn't exactly pander ran around in circles in a gray area that still sours my stomach. And he still ended his comments with, 
And so thank you for giving us an equal opportunity to fight for this nation and what it means to be an American. We keep talking about having a seat at the table, but we have to start discerning what tables we should be sitting at. Sometimes people poison the food, and that's all I have to say. Mm. Every meeting is not worth meeting about. If you're meeting about my community, it's on my terms. And some of y'all pastors is trash. A lot of pastors. And you have to realize it's black and brown folk who are inappropriately targeted for certain things. We are so forgiven and ready to pop up at the chance to do certain stuff. It ain't for our good. It's to make them feel better about themselves. They don't give two shits. White Mm. silence is violence, and y'all gotta recognize that. When that little boy, all them little boys at Oklahoma U, or whatever the school is, didn't Walter go there at some point or something? Uh, Walt went to Oklahoma State. Is that where them little boys was in the front? Oh, you Oklahoma University, University of Oklahoma, the Some. big, the big, the big one, the Sooners, them. There you go. What the little boys were talking about? Our level let a nigger in my fraternity. Uh huh. Yep. They'll be dead before they let a nigger. You knew what you were saying. Whether you were nineteen or ninety nine, they know what they were saying and doing. Exactly. But yet we let them stand up there with us at the NAACP meeting. In front of the media and apologize and look stupid. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, and I'm going to be working with the NAACP nah. to fix it. No, you're not. That's you're sorry privilege. because you got put out That's of it. the university because they need a quota. They got quotas to me. All the universities, and I'm not saying this just because I went to HBCU, I'm being honest with you. All these universities mm-hmm. got a quota to meet. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. Okay. And so. Of course, they're going to put the racist ones out. Oh, we aren't racist. We don't want to look racist. Before we mess up these black folk that want to come here and play football and run track. Mm-hmm. And do all this other hot shit. Basketball, hello. I'm being honest with you. We're proficient in sports. They don't we give are. a damn about us other than that. Let's be honest. And so... We just got to be, like like Sarah said, we got to discern which tables to sit at. Just because I'm a Christian don't mean I got to buck, jump, and hop up to everything. A discerning spirit is important. They are not all for us all the time. Mm-hmm. And these pastors don't get that. But guess what? It's about, it's a check too. And I'm, I'm done. Mm. Whoo! I'm so mm. sick of people. That was a lot. And I'll be sick of them black folk that defend them too. Y'all ain't catching it yet. One day you will. But if you're getting paid by a mega church, you ain't gonna catch nothing. But you're trying so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we actually did get a couple of questions this week, so we're gonna push right on to that. And they're like quick ones. Um so the first one comes from stargazer and she wants to know she says how are y'all surviving this celestial clusterfuck 
if you don't know what's going on up there in the stars, so there was the blood moon, which just shifted a lot of energies apparently. And right now, Mercury is in retrograde, which means communication is a hot mess express. So have y'all had like weird communication with people close to you? Like, you know, like a coworker or a boss or like your friend or um, a significant other. Like, how's your commu- communication been? Mm-hmm. Um, not with the people close closest to me, but mm-hmm. I did have to recently cut someone off because they kind of fell off the face of the earth, and I was mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't deal with inconsistency, so bye, and that was it. Yeah. So, that was the mm-hmm. only thing that has happened, but I have noticed a shift Yeah. with um, all of the energy that I have noticed. Has it been a good shift for you? Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely been positive. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Um, Like, this blood moon was the end of a cycle um, that's been, like, preparing you for, like, your transcendence, essentially. So all the things that you've been doing over the past few months, even over the past few years, has has been like the building blocks for everything that's happening now. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I like stars and things. No, so. I, I agree. It, and it's the timing of the blood moon. Me and my cousin, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning, we were going to the gym and we were talking about all of this and like how we feel the shift in our lives. Mm-hmm. Things coming together and aligning like but you know, we had to think about it like this. God created yep. the universe. Like the moon affects the tides of the ocean. You know, it why? Does. Because he made it like that and everything is connected in some way. So, you know, I know there are some people like, we well, all shouldn't believe in this. But I mean, God created this. It's right. natural. It's a natural occurrence and it's on purpose. He knows what he's doing. But mm-hmm. either or they're absolutely feeling the shift. And mm-hmm. I'm excited for what's to come. It's gonna be good. What about you, Lo? Read the question again, because I was drifting to the stars. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the question was like, how are you dealing with Mercury being in retrograde right now? Mercury in retrograde usually affects communication. Like, there's often like miscommunication. Um, electronics break a lot, so like. If things are happening at this Mercury and retrograde, that's why we're struggling tonight. Mm-hmm. Because technology mm-hmm. is usually crap during Mercury and retrograde. Um, and like honestly, when we were working at the school on in times where like none of the copiers were working, computers were breaking, hard drives were breaking down, it was Mercury was always in retrograde. I bullshit you not. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, how am I making out? Yeah. I'm making out okay. I don't count trash men in my life like Mercury. That's just a revolving door. Mercury <laughs> Mercury can be in Gatorade, retrograde, <laughs> Powerade. Does that even <laughs> nevertheless? <laughs> yeah, so Mercury for me has been okay. I'm not going to blame my communication with these trash men on mercury because that's a revolving door so yeah um my communication has been pretty good technology's been okay um so i can't really blame anything on mercury right now so yeah Mm -hmm. 
Commodore Joy. Hello. That's what I say. <laughs> well, because I think we're all getting frustrated with these technical issues right now. <laughs> we. I, I want to hit all the questions real quick. <laughs> I promise you that I'm going to lose my shit if this disconnects again. Like, I promise you. <laughs> I'm so far past over it. Like, and I'm putting none of this is getting edited out. I mean, I'm gonna try to splice it together, make it cute, but they gonna hear the struggle. They gonna hear the struggle. (laughs) They gonna hear the struggle. Um, It was just one more question from a black don't crack wants to know how to (laughs) knock out these white bitches, read co workers when they try, when they trying to upper hand you not knowing you are more qualified and have more life experience than them. That's and heavy. then she came <laughs> with more shade. Ain't my fault they age like a raisin in the sun. Mm-mm. Maybe. But they gave a pseudonym so I'm not know, saying just, who it I is. Just, I just wanted a guess on <laughs> babe. I didn't want a name. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I'll say this in response to that question very unfortunate that we um, as black people have to be better you know the black tax Mm -hmm. that you know we've heard about since we were younger like oh you have to be 10 times times that and so forth and so on just to match somebody that may be less qualified than you or whatever just because your the your skin color is already seen as a negative or you're inferior to them and I just want to say it is very very sad and I really don't have any advice on how to combat that because I know people that are in top corporate positions that still or executives high level executives that still deal with the very same thing. People looking at them like, you don't know what you're doing. You know, but they're extremely intelligent, not just by degrees, but in every way. It could run circles around anybody in their fields. And they're mm-hmm. still second guess um, in their professions. And I wish I had the remedy on how to do that. Just keep your cool and know your worth. We all know, you know, the truth. We all know what it is. And as difficult as it is, try not to let it deplete you. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, this is the, the world reality. We live in. And one thing I realized is the privilege that a lot of people have keeps them from even seeing that they do this and that this is an issue. Like I've seen the privilege up close and personal, like completely oblivious to the struggles of um, Black people because it's not mm-hmm. their reality. And um, it's just, it's unfortunate. And the fact that I've seen it with the top level, you know, executives or CFOs, COOs, whatever, and they're still getting, you know, side-eye, like, do you really know what you're doing? Only because they're right. black. Like, that shit is a gut punch, especially when you have a few decades of experience under your belt, in addition to, you know, crazy, um, what you call it? Uh, accolades under your name mm-hmm. and your field, and you're still giving a side eye. That's that's disrespectful and it's hurtful. But what what are you even able to do? Well, like what are, what can you do? Right, you want to hit people, but you can't because then you'll get yeah. fired and maybe go to jail. 
Like, you know, what can you do? Can't cuss them out because that's an HR case. Then you'll get fired. Like, what can you do? What can yeah, you do? The double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. I would say just do your job. Like, the only the only thing that's going to aggravate them more than the ag- they're clearly bothered already, the only thing that's going to bother them more is you doing your job and you doing it so well that they can't match up to it. So, I mean, that's what I would do. I would just slay the game. Okay. I'm going to make it short and sweet. Let me just say this to you all. And this is why I get frustrated with some of my people. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta recognize that racism. When y'all be like, y'all talk about race all the time, and racism, y'all make everything about race. Listen, everything's about race. It every yeah. single thing is about everything, race. Everything, everything. Okay, let me explain something to you. We gotta go above and beyond and prove and be qualified and extra educated and still come second to white people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it doesn't make it any better. Well, I'm, let me say that I'm thankful for the white folk in my life because they know I'll talk. My all my teachers, mo- most of my teachers were white. Cause I went to a very um excellent high performing school in the state of Louisiana. And in the nation, period. And so most of my teachers were white. And a couple of them are my friends on Facebook. And they know. You know, we have to recognize that, like, we have to work extra hard. And things won't be fair to us. I know a few people that have just gotten laid off from jobs. I could tell you about my my mom who, you know, was in corporate America, like, working in oil and gas. and there were people that did not like her because she was so proficient. When my mom made 25 years at her company, they threw her a big gathering. I was very sad that I couldn't be there, but I was in college. They threw her a big gathering and laid her out. Okay? But when you move up and move around a little bit, these people don't love us. Where she's working now, she gets along well with a you know a white woman. You know what I'm saying, and it's just it's very hard to convey the message to other blacks that this is a thing and it still happens. And you know whoever you are, it's hard push through. But that's why it's important for us to look into working with our own and cultivating relationships with our own and. You know what I'm saying? Like, just finding and creating our own opportunities for ourselves. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all, before we continue to struggle through this episode, because we have had to, like, start and stop about six times. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're going to end the episode for this week right here. Debbie, tell the people where they can find you on the internet and plug all of the things you would like to plug. You can find me at DebbieLLondon.com. That's where you can check out my blogs, my books, um, my T-Zone episodes, and everything that I have coming up. Um, by September, I will have a workshop for aspiring writers up and running. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about that. 
and you can also catch me on instagram at debbie l london yay have been your guest tonight i enjoyed you ladies yay. I technical difficulties and <laughs> <laughs> the show where can the people find you on internet so the people can find me on Instagram at L underscore N-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-Y um, on Twitter at L N-I-C-H-E-L-L-E um, on Facebook I have 5,000 friends but <laughs> you can still follow me some of my posts um what is my name? Oh, L. Michelle. L N I C H E L L E Youngblood. L. Michelle Youngblood is my name on Facebook. Awesome. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Roxy E. Will, R O X I E E W I L. Of course, you can find this lovely podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Noir, T-H-E-R-A-P-I-E-N-O-I-R, as well as on Facebook at the same handle. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, feedback, anything, email us at Noir at gmail.com. Same spelling at gmail.com. Debbie, thank you so much for sitting in with us. This is great. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. We've been in love with a mission.